This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. Well, well, well. It's an iceberg kind of day outside. Don't get stuck out there for too long. This reminds me of that time I think I shared a story when we played in Minnesota and I was telling Jay about how I didn't remember that you could actually walk downtown <laughs> just going through the little the 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 little cross oh yeah you know tunnels and <laughs> all that stuff it's freezing out man good gosh yeah i don't want to be out there too long but nonetheless it's freezing in the coaching realms right now there's some things that are popping off some of Guys the best getting frozen to do out? it getting frozen out and some that are the best to do it are now uh making their way out of situations that you didn't think that would happen but they're deciding to move along, and I think it's a classy way in which they're doing it. Speaking of being frozen and ice real quick, we have a winner for the two Stars vouchers. Okay. We're going to give the tickets, uh, the vouchers, to the Lincoln Stars to Corey, who said 16. 16 is the correct number. He said under and also was the first person in, uh, not just with under, but with the correct answer. So he gets the bonus points. He gets the two Stars vouchers. Seven national titles for Nick Saban. Six Super Bowls as head coach for Bill Belichick, and then two national championships and a Super Bowl for uh, Pete Carroll. Yeah. 16. 16. Right on the bunch. I, I was trying to carry the two, subtract the five, and I didn't do it right. My <laughs> math wasn't mathing. Um, but let's talk about it right now because Bill Belichick and Pete Carroll both decide to move on. And, um, you know, we're going to talk. start with that because how close is Andy Reid behind them? And so when we talk about greatness, right, you know, we've always known about the, you know, uh, Bill Parcells and we've known about some of their Buddy Ryan and, mm-hmm. you know, we've always known about those greats, Jimmy Johnson. Shula, Landry, you know what I mean? Noel. We've known about those greats. Mm-hmm. And now there's another sector of greats. Heading those greats, obviously, is Bill Belichick uh, with the dynasty that was built with Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get on to them, let me ask you a quick question. Do you feel that Bill Belichick, that it was Brady that helped make him? or Because he hasn't really been able to do much without Brady. So is it really Bill Belichick or is it a little more Brady? What, 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 what do you say? Strick, my Colts fandom is well noted on this show. Never did I think I would see the day that I would argue positively for either one of Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, let alone both of them. The answer is yes. It was all Belichick and it was all Brady. Mm. I think we've let Bill Belichick's reputation take a hit recently. Deservedly so to some degree, but I think it's taken a little bit too big of a hit. The Patriots end up with a top five defense in football, and I bet you can't name three players that start for them. Bill Belichick still got it. 
he's still a good coach. He's doing it without stars on the, the defensive side of the ball. He's trusted the wrong people on offense, and they haven't replaced talent on offense like they have on defense. I think what and that's of, his mainstay. So let's let's just get that right. He's correct. still good at coaching his side of the that's ball. That's his side of the ball, right? Right. So yes, you need to hire better people on the offensive side of the ball. You need to draft better on offense. You do that. That falls on him. Especially. What's his name? Patrilli? Patricia. Patricia. Yep. That was a bad one for him. It was. I mean, Josh McDaniel, say what you will about him as a as a head coach, but pretty good offensive coordinator. Worked with Bill Belichick, got talent in the door. It worked, right? Early on, I mean, Tom Brady wasn't a Super Bowl winning quarterback. He was a quarterback who was on teams that won Super Bowls. Tom Brady was not the reason. Tom Brady won the la- helped win the last couple Super Bowls, right? We, we know how good Tom Brady is. They're both among the best all time at what they do. Um... So, yes, Tom Brady's the system guy, but Bill Belichick had a really good system, right? We've had that conversation, you and Jay, all the time, right? The best systems identify talent that works in it. Bill Belichick, yeah, probably got lucky with, but also coached Tom Brady. Tom Brady covered for some of Bill Belichick's faults that we might never know or might never have known if Tom Brady had never left. I think what we're seeing in New England might be what ends up happening with Mike Tomlin down the road, right? Defense is still really good for the Steelers. Tomlin hasn't drafted or developed a quarterback in his tenure. Hasn't had to. He had Roethlisberger for so long. And I think that's the way things are trending. Needs to get the right offensive mind in, or that could be his downfall. Because that defense is still really good. Tomlin's still got it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think Belichick still has it, right? He hasn't maybe lost a few miles per hour off his fastball. He's still got the curve. He's still got the slider and can sneak the fastball by in an account you're not expecting it. But you need both aspects of it, right? It can't just be one or the other. And this is where I don't want to jump the gun on this conversation fully, but I almost wonder if the the team with the best chance to repeat Belichick and Brady is Shanahan and Purdy. Okay. Now, here's where I give credit to to Brady. I think Brady took it to a whole nother level when he was able to go down to Tampa. Mm-hmm. And obviously Tampa's always had those type of defenses as well. So it seems that he does benefit from mm-hmm. his abilities to win games with less talent, but also have great defenses, right? Mm-hmm. Because as Lance said on the Sauter Heyman text line, Tom Brady won those Super Bowls because Belichick's defense only gave up 15 points every Super Bowl, which, you know, you, 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 you do have to account for that combination working well together, mm-hmm. right? Now, as we move on, right, I think, I think Carroll doesn't get as much credit I, I think he actually was was better off. I think one of the biggest mistakes that Carroll probably would have made, and I don't think it was really even his fault. I think I think he takes takes the brunt of the fall for it, and that was not giving it to beast mode on the <laughs> two yard line, one right. yard line, one mm-hmm. of the most powerful running backs at the time. You don't even give him the rock, and that interception ultimately cost him another one. Mm-hmm. Um, but very similar in the fact that. They had quarterbacks that were system type guys in mm-hmm. Russell Wilson for so long. We're able to even get stuff done with the system guy, Geno. And now it just seems that it's time to move on. And, you know, what's his legacy going to ultimately be? His legacy is maybe the ultimate player's coach. Ah. You had to connect with his guys. I mean, obviously, guys love Belichick, but you've heard some things said, you no know, whispered, that it was an iron fist. Right, it was Belichick's way or the highway, and that's why some people were kicked out. 
not to say Pete Carroll doesn't have an ego, but Pete Carroll connected with players. In the same way Bill Belichick got the best out of players, Pete Carroll elevated a lot of guys you've never heard of that wouldn't have fit in other schemes or styles. Pete Carroll, along with Dan Quinn, who we'll get to probably a little bit in the next segment, helped engineer that that Legion of Boom, the cover three that they were able to play so well during their run atop the NFC West and to, to that the two Super Bowl appearances and, and the win. Pete Carroll's legacy, too, spans college and pros, right? One of, what, just a couple guys now to win a Super Bowl and an NFL, uh, a Super Bowl and a, a national championship, mm-hmm. right? That means something. What he did at USC, the amount of talent he found, developed, sent to the league, and then to remain the same guy but adapt to the principles and not for a lot the professional game and his return there. Yeah, yeah. There's not a lot that has been able to do that. No. I mean, we've seen guys try, had great success, Saban. bounce up, Saban. You just um, mm-hmm. talked about... Um, I mean, Rule. Rule, and uh, and, and um, uh, he was going to be the... Co- gosh, my, Nick. Uh, not Nick, but um, he was an Ohio State's coach. Oh, um, Urban. Urban. Urban, yeah. Gosh. Mm-hmm. See, I hate, I, mean, I hate getting older. My mind just sometimes just... And I always think I know me. where you're going, but I don't want to jump the gun on it. Yeah, that. yeah. And Urban, you know, guys have done it, man. Um, shout out to the Sutter Hammond text line, 402-464-5685. Tell me what other coaches have been able to do, maybe not to the level that Pete Carroll did, but has gone down, come, came up, and had some success in both arenas. G- give, me, give, me, give me your uh, quarterback, I mean, your uh, coaches that have been able to do that. Give, give me, I want, I, want to, I want to just see a little bit more. All right, go ahead. Um. But when you look at those two guys retiring straight, I mean, Belichick is one of the most legendary coaches of all time. Carroll has a lasting legacy, not to the Belichickian degree, but those are two big voids. I mean, Belichick still, I think, best coach of the, in the NFL at the time of his retirement if you combine current ability, such as we can measure it, with legacy. It's clearly Belichick. Mm-hmm. Number two is Probably Andy Reid. I feel pretty confident saying that right now. Is he grooming somebody? Seems like he should be. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, should be. He's should, 64, should be 65. Should be enemy of probably stuck it out and just, but he just wanted, he kind of wanted to kind of make his own way. You know, because I, I think you're right. I think he's getting to a space and a place to where he wants to, you know, maybe move on and gracefully into the great good night. Right. I would have thought maybe like Doug Peterson from back in Philly. Um, that connection. Uh, I don't think Nagy is going to be the guy. We saw how that went this year. Spagnolo is also getting up there too. I don't think he's a long-term viable replacement necessarily. But after that, Strick, you look at a guy like Mike Tomlin. That's what I was going to say. Is who, probably next up. Who hasn't won a playoff game in six years. Mm-hmm. You look at John Harbaugh, who's had, again, similar level of consistent success, but only the one Super Bowl. And you know, been a few years where he's been on the fringes of the playoff race. Those guys are in that conversation. Um, trying to think, like, around the rest of the league, Sean Payton just got back into coaching, only got the one Super Bowl does in Mark, New Orleans. Does, would Mike McCarthy kind of fit? I think this is his year to either claim it or be, be ghost. McCarthy just has so much of a reputation the other way. that Even if you can look at all his regular season success and say, yeah, he's a good coach, the playoff failures and shortcomings, I think you hold over his head like a cudgel. I really, I think you can also say part of McCarthy's deal is Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Lost Rodgers, and what's he been able to do? Not a whole lot outside of that, and probably didn't get the most out of Rodgers, you know, in, in winning only that, that one Super Bowl there. So 
I, I get the thought of Mike McCarthy. I'm just not sure. But if you look at the NFL strict, there's no true, you know, successor to the Belichick throne. In, in, when Andy Reid leaves, there's really no great contender for this is the no doubt surefire best coach in the NFL. And it leaves me thinking strict that the NFL, in terms of coaches, is kind of in the spot that the NBA is post LeBron, that generational once in a lifetime player. Jokic is good, might work his way to that, but he's top 25 all time, mm-hmm. not no doubt top five. Giannis, probably same conversation. KD missed his shot. You're losing both LeBron and Steph in the NBA. Who replaces them? The NBA searching for that. Yeah. I think the NFL is searching for who that next head coach is that steps into that void. It's not going to be someone we know for the next like 10 years in that conversation, but I don't know who takes that step into building something like a dynasty if that guy's even in the league right now. Yeah, and and is he is he a coordinator or is it a possibly a coordinator who can or, you Could know be. just a, a shining star that's waiting in the wings to kind of step into a place and and go to another level and mm-hmm. and, and actually fill that void because like you said you were sp- speaking earlier on the on the crossover you were talking about the fact that you're starting to see this a lot with voids starting to open now at the college ranks. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you still have your Dabo Sweeney's, you know, um, like Jimbo, yeah, you know, guys like that. Yeah. Well, well, Dabo, I mean, they've won 10 games basically every year. But again, there's that narrative around him these last couple years that if he gets one or two more, maybe he's in that conversation. But I'm not sold on that. Kirby has had one heck of a run, but it's still short. It's not yeah. dynastic right now. Yeah. So, so when you look at the NBA side of things, obviously one of the great, great, great ones to do it right now is, um, you know, Popovich, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a big Spolster just landed a big, huge bag. Is he worthy of it? We'll see. Is he next up? You know, I, I think, I think there's no greater mentor that you can have than. You know, the Godfather. The Godfather. Mm-hmm. You know, Pat Riley. Mm-hmm. So on the NBA side of things, as Pop probably is starting to wind down. I mean, I think he got invigorated a little bit about Wimbenyama. I think mm-hmm. the lack of success early on, even though they just don't have the talent right now around him. I'm they, I watched some of their games and I'm like, what the heck is going on? Wemby got his first triple double last night. Are mm-hmm. you surprised it took this long or are you surprised it came this early? They're like 30 games in, 35. No, I just, um, you know, Wimby to me reminds me a lot of Dirk, but just he's more of an anomaly. Mm. Like Dirk was ahead of his time. Dirk was was probably as close as you can get to Larry Bird as anybody, just not maybe on the passing part of it, you know, Mm -hmm. but skill-wise as far as scoring and, and, and the way that he could score. Did Dirk talk like Larry? Mm, did he get there no Dirk 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 was a quiet assassin he would mm-hmm. he would just murk you and you know go about his business and annoy you, know? you and by not you saying anything him, yeah if you talk to him you know he, he might say something low-key but he wasn't he wasn't one to start it you gotcha. know he was never gonna be that mm-hmm. but um when you look at NBA coaches though where do you go you know what I mean where who, who are you looking to like for me I would look at, I would look at Rick Carlisle maybe, but Indiana still hasn't been the Indiana when he first left. Mm-hmm. He obviously goes to Dallas and gets it in 2011. 
I mean, you probably would look at him, definitely Spolstra, and you you and and here's why I would maybe look at Mike Malone mm. is I was around when his dad was around, and that's just a good coaching, you know, pedigree mm-hmm. that he comes from. So I would look at Mike Malone potentially being one. I actually think Ime Odoka is is solid. I think he's in that kind of Kobe situation where, you know, you remember things that happened with Kobe. You kind of was off Kobe a little bit and then just right. kind of got back on. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to have to get through what he had to deal with with the Boston Celtics situation. I think in time, he'll probably be better. Do you look at Teron Lue? You know, who He's, else is out there? Okay, I, I love all the options you threw out there. Malone, Jokic could be Belichick, Brady. It mm-hmm. could be that pairing. Now, I think Jokic is just a different player, even beyond what Tom Brady is. Like Tom Brady's, you know, Tom Brady. But I think Jokic, in terms of what he does on a basketball floor, separates himself more than Tom Brady did on a football field. Brady just did it in clutch moments. Anyways, that being said, I love the Malone-Jokic pairing. My mind didn't go there. That's why I'm glad you answered that. Spolstra makes sense, right? He went there with the Heatles, but got back with Jimmy in that roster that didn't look like a finals roster. That's got to count for something. I think he's a good enough coach. I think even just two years ago, the obvious answer was Steve Kerr. <laughs> I, was about to, I was waiting on you to bring it. Go ahead. Mentored, mm-hmm. coached by Phil Jackson, Greg Popovich, had front office experience that he gave up, had a an all-time player and a couple of, you know, almost generational guys in Dre and Clay convinced Kevin Durant to be his Randy Moss, except it actually worked out. He's going to get done in by front office troubles. I don't think Kerr's lost his touch. I think he still can coach basketball, but he's losing his grip on the, the personal side to some degree, right? He hasn't gotten that group to be together and cohesive, hasn't melded it across generations. The opposite end of that spectrum, Nick Nurse. Okay. Okay. Won that title in Toronto. Kawhi, Serge, Marcus All, uh, Van Vliet, that crew. I think Nick Nurse has his head buried too far in the playbook. I don't think he, I think he's a data guy. And I think that's going to be his downfall down the road. I think he's going to butt heads with guys because he leans into the numbers. Mm-hmm. I think Carlisle is modern day Mike D'Antoni. Has a title to show for it. I really like Carlisle, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sold on him as the next all-time take up the mantle guy. I'm going to tell you who my dark horse is and my Cinderella guy is. Is potentially Jock Vaughn down in my uh, Orlando? Down, no, down Jock Vaughn up in uh, Brooklyn. Oh, that's right, Brooklyn. Yes, he's in yes, Brooklyn. Yes, yes. Yep. I, I, he's got a good young core. Um, what he was able to do with the Ben Simmons situation. Mm-hmm. The way he's kind of dealt with that, it was it was dropped on him. Mm-hmm. And I think the way he handled it in the media, um, he was a bounce back. He comes from Popovich mm-hmm. pedigree. I think he has the potential, and I think he's learned a lot of lessons in this opportunity that then was kind of dropped in his lap. I, I think he's got a chance to do something because they've got a lot of, working capital mm-hmm. to work from. Yes. And if he can manage this right, working with the the uh, GM and the organization, mm-hmm. 
He he could be my dark horse. I like that. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Let's play matchmaker. Go ahead. How about that? Let's go. Number of NFL head coaching vacancies. See if we can maybe bring in Jay Foreman for this too. Get his thoughts. Tell us yeah. if we're on the right track or not. We'll see if we can convince Jay to step in a segment early, but we'll play matchmaker for NFL teams with head coaching vacancies next segment here on The Block. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.